Hello, and welcome back to the Fresh Lit Podcast. Where we discuss all things modern spirituality, good vibes, and... Stuff. Self-development. <laughs> that all too. that kind of stuff. I'm Therese. <laughs> and I'm Meg, and today we have with us Parker, our good friend. We're so happy to have you. Hello, him. it's good to be here. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, great! So, so, Parker, you wanted to talk a little bit today about your personal experiences with personal development. Uh, yeah. Do you have anywhere you'd like to start and we'll kind of jump um, in? I guess so. I guess the beginning of college is where really my story starts. Mm-hmm. So, I came to NAU at the fresh age of 17 and I just like have. N- Still to this day, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. So this past three years has been like this whole um, just self-discovery journey, and just mm-hmm. just just I like to see what is working, what isn't working, mm-hmm. how I can just how I can move forward in my life without moving three steps behind. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's so relatable. It's <laughs> such a struggle to like, cause you one day you're like, oh, I'm having such a good day, and then the next day it's terrible, and you're yeah. like, well, that's not working apparently. <laughs> yeah. It works for like five minutes, and then it's over. <laughs> yeah, and I love your mindset about just like not knowing, because that was so hard for me last year. Mm. Just like wanting to go into music, but then not actually do that for my whole life. Exactly. You know, and especially being in sort of the music program from an outside perspective not being a music major Mm -hmm. it's like it's hard to see your worth at all times because it can be outside of the actual outside of the major because Mm -hmm. it can be just such a toxic environment Mm -hmm. for sure it's it's hard to know your worth when when there's so many people who are actually studying this in their field and I'm not, and, mm-hmm. it's and I bet, it, I bet it's hard, like when people like answer questions and you're like, "There's no way I ever would have come up with oh, that yeah. answer." Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and I guess it gets to be t- so toxic because like everyone is constantly around each other. Everyone is constantly mm-hmm. like surrounding each other, and then you come in, and then you see this from an outside perspective, and you're like, "Oh," or you like hang out with those people outside, and they're yeah. like bitching about who and who, so and so, you know, and. That's where all that toxicity really comes from. Yeah. Just over and over again. For same sure. environment. Stagnant um, energy. Yeah. yeah and I guess fair. that's where yeah. a lot of my feeling of being, or a lot of my feelings of being stuck come from. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just because I feel stuck in so many aspects of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I feel stuck in Flagstaff sometimes. Oh my I feel gosh, stuck in what I want to do. I don't even know what I want to mm-hmm. do with my future yet. I just where I've gone with in the past three years at NAU and just how I've grown as a person, sometimes it's hard to move past the realities of day-to-day life to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. That's a really hard thing, yeah, just, like, overthinking the littlest stuff, mm-hmm. just, like, little conversations with people, when in the grand scheme of things, like, you're just trying to be a human and, right. like, grow as a person and find yourself. So Especially like, when people so don't allow you to be a human. Mm-hmm. Very you true. Don't allow it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the like thing about college. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you're studying one thing and so people expect you to go and do that thing afterwards. But what I've been right. thinking about lately is like, you know, I'm going to graduate college. Then I'm going to go off and do a whole bunch of other shit that I want, have been wanting to do for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go live in New York. I'm going to be yeah, a flight exactly. attendant so I can travel for free 99. Um, free 99. Uh, you know, all that stuff. So you don't have to like... What you study doesn't necessarily translate to what you're going to do in life. Because there's people who get a major in business and then end up doing yeah. nothing, nothing <laughs> of the sort, you know? People yeah. just like to see 
a major, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the huge struggles in society is like education is for the privileged, mm-hmm. air quotes. Um, and then, uh, so that's how people get jobs. Like that's how they um, steer people away. That's how they um, section it off. It's just another way to segregate. And while it does provide like good information, if that's something that you need, it's not necessary. It's not necessarily used in your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I do think that we live in, like, a knowledge economy. For sure. In a sense, like, there's so much knowledge that we have on the internet and so much that we're gaining here and whatever. So, obviously, that's important. But also, it's important, like, when you're in college to not, like, have that mindset, that limited thing, like, this is what I'm studying, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Like, I've just been thinking about lately, too. Like, yeah, like, I'm doing this now, but I don't have to do this forever. Exactly. So, yeah. And, like, I've been grappling with that my whole life because... All throughout my life, I've wanted to be so many different things. I wanted mm-hmm. to be, like, a cruise ship captain. I wanted mm-hmm. to be an airplane pilot. I wanted to drive trains. I wanted to make cars. I wanted to mm-hmm. design houses. I wanted to sing. I've wanted to do all this crazy stuff that just doesn't necessarily relate to anything else I want right. to do. Mm-hmm. And I've just been having a hard time figuring out the balance between being able to do something in life and then being able to switch focus later in life because mm-hmm. I feel like growing up I was always told I have to aspire to do one thing right. and I will do that forever and ever on right. mm-hmm. <laughs> and exactly. I've just been realizing that is not how my brain works <laughs> I get so tired of things so quickly yeah I agree it's like I sometimes so you just need I need to quit my job <laughs> because which everyone's like it's so posh like you just sit at a desk and enjoy yourself and I'm like I'm so bored I'm going insane anyways but that's how I yeah. feel about different like hobbies and different Meg, stuff Meg I don't know if you could hear but Meg <laughs> just goes like the B movie like yeah, they like work the until they die you know? where she's like and we'll work you to death <laughs> and we're like exactly. great <laughs> yeah it's just it's so terrible because that's yeah it's just like so focused on just doing one thing you know mm-hmm. and nope i don't know one person that wants to do one thing for the rest of their life you yeah know? everyone's so like multifaceted exactly especially in today in to- yeah. like you said it's a knowledge economy everyone yeah. knows all these different skills exactly right? everything is free on the internet Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You could learn. I was watching um, trailers on Netflix today to try and figure out what to watch, and there's this thing about like jeans, like how you can um, pick and choose jeans and you can replace pe- people's jeans. And these guys were like, I thought you needed a huge lab or something, but all you really need is the crisper, um, the crisper unlocker pack that you can find on the internet, and oh then God. you can do it yourself. It's crazy what you can find on YouTube. And oh I was like, God. Oh my God, I would not trust anyone to do that to me. And it's, I, it like showed them like injecting these things into themselves, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you found that out on the internet? What were you searching?" <laughs> That's whack. I well, find yeah. so many strange things on the internet. Oh there, yeah, there's so. a lot to be found. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, um, so I don't know if this is like general information, but you're not coming back to NAU next year. Do you know kind of what you wanted to do afterwards then? So currently, my plan is, I just. School is difficult. (laughs) True. I just can't. It's hard to be here for so long not having one specific Mm -hmm. goal I'm trying to reach Mm -hmm. because there's so many different things I want to do. And it's become so tiring. So I have a couple backup plans right now. So I'm currently looking at transferring to other schools potentially. Okay. 
I'm currently looking at just dropping out of school entirely and mm -hmm. focusing mm -hmm. solely on music and music production. Oh. That's something I want That'd to do. That'd be so, so uh, Future collab? <laughs> exactly. That'd be so good. Like, I just want to... I support I just want to go into the industry mm -hmm. that I love Right. Well, so and also much. your dad's kind of involved in that exactly. industry as well. Yeah. So it's easier to get into as well exactly. and like also which, get a second opinion on things. Yeah, which is a point of privilege that I recognize, but... It's something if I'm I might as well use it if right. I have it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so do you know kinda like do you think you would be doing that like freelance or do you are you thinking about going to school for it? I'm thinking for the next few years I wanna take a little bit of of a break from for school. Sure. Mm -hmm. Just because it's so tiring and taxing mm -hmm. on my mental and physical health and wellness. Well, yeah, yeah. the system is broken, and I will say mm -hmm. that to the day I die. I will say that to the day I die. The system is so fundamentally broken, especially living in a capitalist country such as the United States. Well, not even just capitalist countries, but a broken method of Don't capitalism. Don't even get me started on capitalism. <laughs> yes. in I will go off. I, mm, no, I'm and the thing is, like, even if you went to a different school, like your dream school from the outside perspective, and then school is still school. Exactly. Yeah, and I just, I would love to make something of myself and spend the money not going towards school and spending right. on myself exactly. and my physical being and mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. my space and time. Well, and the thing <laughs> about music production is like a lot of times you can figure that out on your own. Like, exactly. It does help to get like sometimes that formal training like and get exactly. like that, those, that knowledge from someone else who exactly. is into it, but you do not need it by any means necessary. Some of the best ones, like, figured it out on their own, oh, like, with yeah, their MacBook and their whatever, yeah. 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 And I've been studying music at NA for the past three years, so I feel right. like I do have a solid basis to support myself on exactly. going mm -hmm. into the future. So I feel like, I don't know, I'm at a point in my life where I've been realizing that I feel like nothing in my life has been really working recently. And so I was trying to figure out what I need to do in my life to make sure I feel successful and happy and... I found that if nothing is working in your life, there needs to be a significant change in something. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And mm -hmm. I guess for me, that change was change of scenery, change of pace. Mm -hmm. The environment. The well, environment I'm difference. in. Exactly. It's crazy how much a change of environment can, can be. Mm -hmm. Like, whether it's mm -hmm. rearranging your room, you feel so mm -hmm. good for like a whole month after, Exactly. You know, or <laughs> moving to a different place, you're like, oh my gosh, I have so many places to explore. I have this mm -hmm. to look at. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to be so refreshing. Yeah, there's just like some energy that my body is craving that I'm just not mm -hmm. receiving from For sure. where I am currently in the world right now. And I just, I want to fix that and, and yeah. make a better life for myself. Right. And I com completely agree with you that your emotions and the way that you're feeling is a signal that mm -hmm. something is wrong. And I think that's something to understand. Like last semester, I had so many issues that I didn't really know until I hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. I feel the exact same And way. I was like, okay, I know there's something wrong. I need to like deep dive into like getting be myself better. Mm -hmm. Feeling that stagnation and feeling that lack of energy that you're craving is like a huge level of awareness. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what we talked about last week. Having to do with your intuition, you know, like you just, your body knows and your mind knows even if you don't think you know. Mm -hmm. Like oftentimes like when I do tarot readings with people, I'm like, you know what you want to be doing. And they're like, I don't. And I'm like, oh, but you do. But deep down. Yeah, you definitely do. If you know that what you're doing is wrong, then you know what you want to be doing. You just have to flesh it out a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know. Figuring out what you want, I think, is so difficult. I oh, mean, it should 1, be easy, but like... 
yeah, what it's, you want out of life. Exactly. And I feel like it's definitely one of the most important aspects of self-discovery and self-growth. Because right. if you don't know what you want to do in life, you have no basis to continue on. Yeah. Exactly. And if you just ride that, like, oh, what other people want is happiness and money and this this specific mm-hmm. car. Oh, I should do that, too. Exactly. Like, and especially, I had a, I've had a difficult time within the last few years listening to myself versus listening to other people. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I would always confuse the ideas of what other people wanted for me with the ideas that Seeking I wanted Seeking that validation. For me. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, I realized that I needed to step back from the situation and say this is what I need this is what I want and mm-hmm. I won't let anyone else tell me otherwise yes it's just been it's hard it's been a long time realizing that and I'm yeah, glad that's super admirable though that I'm on that path. well yeah and it, it's yeah. hard especially when people won't take that step back like especially mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. oftentimes yeah. that's so difficult for them because you know they've been helping you out and giving you those little boosts throughout your entire life mm-hmm. and it just breaks their heart to hear oh what you want for me is not what I want for myself, you know, because you think that you're on the same page, even if so you're not. True. It's hard, and sometimes you just gotta, you have to break that standard, you know? Mm-hmm. And exactly, and looking at, like, my family structure, um, my brothers, um, one of them, they all went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them didn't finish their junior year, dropped out, and then to pursue music, and it's working out great. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just thinking, if I have the same support system in my family, I could do the same thing. Right and it'll work out great and everything will be fine and yeah i'll just find my happiness with doing what i want yeah for myself that's perfect that's so great <laughs> i know right yeah oh, wow <laughs> he's really got it going on <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like from the outside <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> thanks fountains of wayne you're welcome <laughs> let's see what else is new what else is going on there? um i think i had a big energy shift over the past summer i feel like i transitioned away mm-hmm. from being sort of a child into being an adult in some really? sense um well That's i awesome. i got into a relationship that i'm still happily in and I got to travel a lot and see places, different parts of the U.S. that I wanted to see, like New York City, Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, and I just had, I love traveling so much. Mm-hmm. It's what makes me feel happiest yeah. and most my authentic self. So being able to travel and having my friends all throughout these cities in the U.S. is just so great, and I feel like I really got to take a step back and look at my current place in life versus some of my friends and how they're doing and I got to really dive deep on the question of what is it that I want and what do I want to do mm-hmm. and I think I found some of that this summer and it's been it's been great ever since that's see you know what's really great is like usually we are we're like oh yeah this is what you have to do this is what you have to figure out but he's already got it all figured out no <laughs> that's, yeah that's, that's you know that's and, and like like that should be comforting for you like even if you mm-hmm. you don't feel like you got it all figured out like from an outside perspective we're like damn like, what are we <laughs> no, supposed to talk awesome. about now uh, probably so awesome. yeah I think a lot of that stems from the fact that I started meds this semester too oh okay and it's helping me think a lot clearer mm-hmm. that's really <laughs> that's really good yeah. especially that you like have been able to to reach out for that help you know because oftentimes that's a that's something that so many people struggle with is like yeah. really yeah, just taking that first big step right for you. and mm-hmm. I will say definitely reaching out for that first step like starting medication and stuff like that is not an easy step it's probably one of the most hardest I've gone through and the most time-consuming and taxing of my mental health in a long time. But 
so worth it. But the payoff. It's worth it in the end. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, and I think that, like, sometimes it might not even be med. Sometimes you just need to go to counseling or something Mm -hmm. like that. And even if you're willing to take that step, to anyone who's, like, listening right now and is debating on whether they should take that step and get help, please, please, please do it. It'll change your life for the better. I've met people, though, and this is myself included. Like, I've gone to counselors and sometimes... It just doesn't feel worth it. Sometimes there has like, to be a specific fit. Like there yeah. has to be. Yeah, it's like a friend. Like mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So just... you can't just talk to anyone. Right. Yeah. So if, if you, it doesn't feel right, try again. Is what yeah. I'd say. I wish I had tried again. I should probably still try again. But you know, I'm not at that place. Yeah. Right now. The amount of times I've had to try again has just, frankly, has been too much. It's not a system that's set up to actually help people in need. Especially with insurance. <laughs> Especially yeah. oh. with insurance. And we're back to capitalism. Speaking of capitalism insurance, guess what? What? My insurance is not accepted in Flagstaff. That's terrible. And I found that out this year. It's only accepted in one county in the entire United States, and that is Maricopa County. You're kidding. Yep. That's crazy. I did not know that, and I've been paying $300 a month for insurance for the past three years I've been in and it college. does you wouldn't even be able and to use I'm not it. even it's base it's literally worse than being uninsured right because not You're only do I money. not have health and you care don't have in this county if you needed <laughs> to go to the hospital you'd have to drive two hours exactly <laughs> so it's just it's a system set up to prey on poor people and mm-hmm. for sure if you don't have insurance you get your help. chances of getting help is one in a million no yeah and it's crazy be like, because sorry. in like other countries you know you could be a foreigner like visiting mm-hmm. another country like when we go to South Korea if I broke my arm or something I guarantee it would cost me way less money to get medical oh, yeah, help no. there probably, than it would here it probably cost you about $30 right. at most <laughs> yeah it's insane because they just it's so hard to remove themselves from money mm-hmm. the like the yeah, pharmaceutical the pharmaceutical company no it's terrible like my mom she has to pay so much money for mm-hmm. my brother's inhaler and it's like he mm-hmm. needs that otherwise to survive yeah yeah it's like at this point it's we're paying cosmetic. we're it's paying literally... to keep each other alive like that doesn't sound correct like right. yes you do have to pay for basic needs which i have feelings about that as well but, but you shouldn't have to pay for six hundred dollars a month for insulin or an inhaler right. or exactly. something to keep you alive in this country. That's chronic illness. Yeah, you can't control it. That's rent. It's like food, if you're like, okay, well, I, I don't have enough money to get food today, but I will get paid on Friday. I'll be able to buy food, you know? You can put that off. But if it's a medical condition, mm-hmm. you could very well die. Yeah. You know? so true. Healthcare should be considered a human right in this country, and the fact that it's not says a lot about our priorities. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Priorities are messed up. Our priorities are money. <laughs> Oh, man. It sure is. Yeah, like, <laughs> housing. Like, we should not have this big of a homeless population. Like, I, we have tried subsidized housing in the past, and that has not worked. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I just think that it was poorly poorly um, executed. Because you get the stuff like the projects. Yeah, like, exactly. The projects are crime-ridden and are meant to displace brown and black people who are at disadvantages into exactly. the same communities to mm-hmm. get them away from white people. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, systemic racism... Um, intrudes on every part of our society which does suck yeah yeah and it's, it's ugh, money money tuition tuition money everything tuition <laughs> tuition yeah <laughs> let's talk about that why does education cost so much money i think that tuition is just another form of systemic racism because if you can't afford to go to school you can't afford to get get a good job mm-hmm. you can't afford yeah. to be paid more it's so you're going to be stuck working 
yeah. a part-time job, mm-hmm. three part-time jobs even, to support your family. You know, and that's trash. Or yeah, I will say that's trash. People's yeah, argument exactly. to that is just say is just to say get a better job. Oh, it's like, oh right. Yeah. Let me you know just... what? I didn't think about that. Let me <laughs> walk over to Microsoft and give them my resume that says McDonald's. <laughs> no, it's not going to work like that. You know, yeah, exactly. if you can't afford to go to college, it's it puts you in a bad place. Not saying that that's not going to college is a bad thing because sometimes that's mm-hmm. the right choice for people and they just don't want to do it. Like I have a friend back home who she just. Didn't want to do it. And yeah. so then she, now she has a great job. She goes on vacations. It's amazing. She Especially if you want to work in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. you don't need a degree to do that. Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. Me included. And I sometimes I just think about what if instead of spending like $10,000, $20,000 a year on school, I spent that on myself and my professional goals. Exactly. I wanted to do that's $20,000 a year I can put towards my career, my housing, mm-hmm. the life I want to live, food. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe um, medical care? Medical less. expenses? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, would, it, it would be a huge difference on yeah. the quality of my life. I just think about maybe I should invest that money towards myself. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. The reason that people think college is a better idea is because of loans. You, know? mm-hmm. you can get loans for that money. So even though you mm-hmm. are paying that money, you, know, it's, you don't have it. So Mm -hmm. people are hesitant to go out and do that because they can't get that money, Mm -hmm. you know. You can take out a loan, but it's harder to get approved, you know. As an 18-year-old, getting your parents to co-sign on a, let's say, $10,000 loan to start your life, you know, that's, it's not feasible in our community. Unfortunately. That's a good point. And I also think, like, even that $10,000 spent on, like, online learning or different, like, modes of learning in different countries or, like, instead of majoring in Spanish, going to Spain. Oh, or going, exactly. Like, and then paying for rent there and speaking, being immersed in the culture would be different. You, you know, know, that's such, that's but so But it's a similar trade-off yeah. of money. Imagine if America had, uh, like, a $10,000 education stipend that you could use as a student to go and, like, okay, I'm going to study in Spain with this $10,000 and, and yeah. learn Spanish. Or, you know what, I'm going to buy equipment to start my music production business, yeah. you know? It, just imagine how nice that would be. I mean, or that's like that, exactly. photography courses or something. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 100%. Actually, there are a few countries that do things like that. Mm-hmm. I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe Denmark is one of them. And they give their students a stipend for housing, for food, for stuff. That's amazing. For all the things they need for mm-hmm. to go through college. Right. And their college tuition is... Like in many European countries, college tuition can be in the hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a, a professor who talks about this, but this, um, this form of education system is becoming obsolete because students, mm-hmm. we just can't sit in a classroom anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't read from a textbook anymore, and which is bad, but it's also like, it's just showing how we're moving along exactly. as a country. But know? like with the advent of the internet, so many things have changed. Exactly. We mm-hmm. won't necessarily need to know everything off the top of our heads exactly. to it's proceed right in our field because exactly. we can look anything up on the internet. Yeah. You know, you and while sometimes it, sometimes it might not be as accurate, what are the odds that I'm going to remember who what the who the first woman who wrote an opera was? Mm-hmm. You know, I won't ever remember that. But sometimes it will be more accurate because a lot of our textbooks come from like the 1980s and haven't been the updated exactly. in 40 years. No, yeah. and when they do get updated, some teachers but don't even choose... But they still cost you $100. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. teachers don't even choose to use the updated version because... They're so expensive and they don't want to put that burden on the students. Right. So the price we're paying for an outdated 
your education could be put somewhere way better. And that's on capitalism. <laughs> that's on capitalism. That's the T. <laughs> oh my god, I've been talking about that for so long, and I'm so glad you brought it up. <laughs> I know that was good. I hate. <laughs> I could go on. The education and on about system, it. like I spend so much time really? in class. I and I don't have time to eat. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep the way I want to sleep because I have to do homework and then wake up for class the next morning. I'm supposed to put um, intangible information above my own personal personal needs, and that's something that we forget. We forget that we are people, and we get so focused on these deadlines that we don't take care of ourselves, and we think of it as a second secondary thing. Yeah. If you really take the time to step back and look at the bigger picture of capitalism, you realize how much of an ideology it actually is and how much of it really isn't based in reality. Capitalism is just an ideology that humans created to help control the society and move it in a direction that has one main ideology, which is capitalism and the involvement of money and everything. So when you step back, you realize how much that really isn't based in reality and how easily it can be changed. Right. I mean, I don't know if I agree with how easily it can be changed because it's so ingrained in our culture, you know, like the, what is it called? When they make something and people buy it, and if people mm-hmm. don't buy it, what is that concept? Supply, supply and demand. Supply and demand, yes. Supply, supply and demand is just like ingrained in our culture, you know? It and is. it's like with plastic straws, you know, that took one video of a turtle to see that, you know, for people to, to try and change that, you know? And that company's still going, you know? So yeah. many people I know have stopped using straws. Our university has stopped using straws, but has the company stopped making them? No. But it's like our university hasn't done anything else to decrease plastic waste. It's like changing from from um, one-time use cups to reusable ones or changing from plastic containers to non-plastic containers mm-hmm. and the amount of food that the university throws away from the dube and the that the could be given to spot, students that that could be given back directly back to the students that we pay tuition for mm-hmm. or it could be given to homeless shelters in Flagstaff There's so many to people in need here. and mm-hmm. we just throw away so much right. of it Exactly. So it's just a wasteful system, and capitalism is very wasteful in the sense that people will buy anything, and mm-hmm. there will always be a demand for something, and that in turn harms our environments. And ever since I really took a step back and looked at how capitalism has influenced my purchases, I've been buying only the things I need. Really? Only the things yeah. that I want to be around me. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so this summer I actually started this new trend, this KonMari trend. And uh, yeah, I did the KonMari method and everything and I got rid of- Like all the way through. All the way through. Wow, I started it. I started it, but I never finished it because I had to come to to school. I do it like every three months. Really? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so nice. So I went through my entire room, everything I own, because everything I own is in Flagstaff with me. And I went through each item one by one and I said, does this bring me joy? Yes or no? And if it did, I would keep it with me. And if it didn't, I would say, thank you for your service. It's time to have you move on to something better Mm -hmm. because I don't need you anymore. Mm -hmm. And being able to see my objects in that light changed the way I think about what I want Mm -hmm. and just how I live my life. So like, I haven't bought new stuff just in so long, just because I don't need it. I realized I have all the things I need. I have a computer, I have a charger, I have my bed, I have my paper for homework. Nothing I really need. And so when you start seeing objects based on what you need versus what you want, Mm -hmm. 
you just, I became a lot happier with the person I was because I feel like my objects define me as a person. For sure. And once you get rid of that clutter, then you feel less cluttered. Exactly, yeah. And it's also helped to keep my room and my apartment and just my life in in so much like order and harmony and just Mm -hmm. balance. And it's very nice to be able to come home and just be like, surrounded by only things you love Mm -hmm. and things you want. Need and use. Exactly. And things that you value. So I realized Mm -hmm. I had so many things I just did not value. I just had it because I was, I thought I needed to buy it. Just taking up space. Yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. taking up space. And I realized those things that I wanted that were taking up space were, I was trying to fill a void in my own personal Mm -hmm. life with just objects. And I realized "Mm, that's more of a mental thing that I need to do. Like maybe the succulent will make me feel better, but like really there's something deeper going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think consumerism is based off of this idea, like as a whole, is based off of this idea that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. Like oh, exactly. That void 100%. Right. And that lack of something. You that need lack this of, to feel mm-hmm. this way. Like right. You, yeah. Makeup, skincare, mm-hmm. clothes, all of that. For me, consuming intentionally has made my whole entire life and like my values and priorities and everything more intentional mm-hmm. as a whole. Which exactly. is crazy. Like even consuming like content as well mm-hmm. with social media and everything. Yeah, I want to start consuming less content. However, I just. Mm-hmm. It's so easy in college to like just find something, some brain numbing activity where I don't have to pay attention. I can just put a show on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to be paying attention to it, you know? But, you just want it for background. Or noise. I'll just scroll through Twitter, you know? I, I could be going to sleep, but instead I complain like, oh, homework is what kept me up. When really I stayed up for an extra hour to mm-hmm. scroll on Twitter, you know? So that's something that I want to try and do a little bit less of. Yeah. yeah. Focus your attention on mindful consuming and really delving into what you want and what you don't need. And yeah. mm-hmm. it helps you see yourself better. And it also helps you grow as a person. And it's definitely been something. It's been life-changing for me. I know mm-hmm. that it's a buzzword that goes around a lot, but it, this has yeah. actually been something mm-hmm. that I would consider life-changing because it changes the way I see the world. That's so beautiful. And you know what's interesting is you said you started it this summer, and you also said that's when you like went from child to adult. So do you think mm-hmm. that was like one of the main... I think that would definitely help. Like the Kickstarter? Mm-hmm, 100%. And I realized once I surrounded myself with everything I wanted and everything I needed, I felt like I could make more decisions dealing with my life and yeah. dealing with how I want to move forward mm-hmm. because I don't have all this stuff just circling around me all the time that blurs my vision. Yeah, that's yeah. like a huge thing with minimalism is just like physical clutter is the first thing. Because it really does blow your vision. And then moving on from there, mental clarity. Just realize that you are enough in yourself. You are enough. You are you enough. Are enough. <laughs> and buy plants. <laughs> I mean, like, do it. Yeah. But don't expect it to fix all your problems. <laughs> It'll help a little bit. Yeah, it will. Like, that's definitely it. my guilty pleasure. But I feel, like, I feel like <laughs> if we could sum up this entire episode, I feel like it would just be like living your truth. You know, mm-hmm. like living your truth mm-hmm. in what you consume, what you need, what you want, and what you want in the world. Yeah, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah, act intentionally. That's really beautiful. Oh, I act like intentionally. I had Love no idea that. that's where this episode was going to go. I'm glad it kind of ended here. That's great. I'm really happy. <laughs> yes, you were such a great guest. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. You are such beautiful soul. I'm so happy. I'm so honored I could be on the show. Yeah, it was so beautiful. <laughs> All right. On well, the show. <laughs> on our show, our talk show. Of course, of course. Thank you for everyone listening and hit us up on Twitter at the Fresh Slate Pod. 
<laughs> and we'll see you next week. We'll see ya. Have Bye. a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.